Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, we have Mike Brinker back. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? How are you, Mike? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm getting over a little something. I was so. going to say, you've been kind of down since, uh, I don't know, the last time we recorded a show. That was the last day I felt great. Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't give it to him, I swear. Yeah, right. I, I didn't. I, I felt fine. I don't know what you did, you know, here at Top Shears. Maybe you know, you're hanging out with some uh, some customers there, you know, after hours. Going, you go out back of the back, you know, back of the alley there and hang out. If so, they did one of those Men in Black mind things. Oh, okay. Because okay. I, I I can't <laughs> even think of who I was around that ended up getting sick to give it to me. Some guy stealing a truck here, top shooters. Yeah. Um, never anyway. a dull moment. Never a dull moment. Anyway, yeah. So we are coming to you from the Jerry Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios at Top Shooters, as we've said multiple times now. And today we're going to be smoking a uh, an exclusive brick house. We're going to be smoking a Ciento uh, Por Ciento, the TAA 2023 uh, brick house exclusive there. And a uh, little background on the cigar. It's a six and a quarter by 54, I think I saw. Um, it's an all Nicaraguan Puro. And um, the last time that J.C. Newman used the Ciento Por Ciento as a TAA exclusive was 2019. I bought a box of those when I was at the Newman factory in Tampa in 2020, and they were amazing, and I have been slowly making my way through that box. I still have a few at home um, from that box, but uh, this is uh, this is the 2023. It was limited to 800, what I say, 800 boxes or 800 cigars? I think boxes, I, maybe? Boxes, I think boxes. 800 boxes, 10 cigars apiece. That, yeah. that sounds about right. Um, so, yeah. It's the uh, the J.C. Newman Brickhouse Santo Por Santo Nicaragua. Oh, and we have the lovely Taylor bringing out some uh, thank you some drinks for us. Say hi, Taylor. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much. Anyway, so it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And uh, you know I. Uh, I will be the first to admit I've been extremely busy this month, really busy this month. Yeah. Haven't made it by Riverman lately. <clears throat> I need to. I have not been by except for once due to the illness and everything. I've been trying to stay away from people. That makes sense. And uh, like I just told you, this is the first cigar I've smoked <laughs> in a couple <laughs> weeks now. I smoked one a week after we did our last show, and then okay. that was it. And that so was just a mild... Stick. Okay, so first of all, yeah, you're going to be on a fresh palate. And second of all, that was a mild stick, and this is a Nicaraguan Puro. This is not a mild And uh, if it's anything like the TAA uh, Brick House from 2019, it's a Brick House that knows somebody. So this yeah. will be interesting to get your reaction there. But I bring up the fact that I haven't been to Riverman in a while because I, I, I've been remiss in terms of finding out kind of some of the cool stuff that they've been getting in. I know they got in that Fortello... Um, the moon, moon landing, landing moon landing thing, um, which you know, if you're into cool looking packaging, it's a cool looking package. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, got I a little story behind it. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I like NASA, so that's kind of cool. 
And then um, I know that uh, Dan has ordered the Aladino Sumatra. I know the Aladino Sumatra is shipping to um, stores now. So I would say that if he doesn't have it in stock now. They should be coming soon. Anytime now. Anytime now. So theoretically, um, you got that going for you. So if you're in the St. Louis area, you're going to want to just swing by <coughs> Riverman Cigar Company and check it out. Because you just you don't know what's coming in. I mean, stuff's coming in all the time. And if you're not in the St. Louis area... Pick up the phone and call them. They do mail order. And, uh, you know, it won't bother Miss Cindy if you call, like, two or three times a week and just ask yeah. what's new. Um, because they don't know. No, they don't You know. never know when a vendor is going to ship something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. You may have ordered it in August, you know, or longer ago, and then all of a sudden it just shows up one day. There's one very prominent brand that I know one time Dan got an order in i think it was april of 22 and he'd placed that order in november of 2020 yeah you know so like oh, fine. um you never know when stuff's gonna roll in so uh make sure you check them out but that's dan the man ponder riverman cigar company of crestwood missouri and with that it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar all right with now. a v cut oh are you that's pretty much all i use anymore okay i was gonna do the straight cut i'm gonna do the straight and cut. I, I'm not going to act like it's some cool thing or whatever. My eyesight is so bad Oh, you want to? I sure. don't want to go too deep with a you know, straight, straight cut, cut. and uh, you know what? destroy the cap. That's actually a really good rationale for it, and uh, it's perfectly fine. Now, if I'm in a well-lit area with my glasses, yeah, a lot of times I'll do a straight cut if I have my own straight cutter. Um, do you have a perfect cutter? No, I need to get a perfect cutter. I would say a perfect cutter would like Perfect cutters are made for people like me that can't see it shit. It would solve all your and for newbies who don't know how much to take off. Right. Or yeah. drunks. Or drunks, that's true. By that third scotch, you know, you're cutting it at the band. Hey, speaking of which, where's producer Tom? I being a Monday, <laughs> I didn't even think about I, texting yeah, anybody today to see fine. if they were available. I was just giving shit. I haven't seen Tom in weeks. Oh, shit. Producer Tom's been busy. He has been busy. Have I've noticed. Always pictures. I don't even. I think they're in Arkansas or something. Yeah, he's traipsing around all over the place. It's that sweet retirement thing, mm -hmm. you know? It's like, one day I hope to achieve that, maybe. Anyway, uh, cold draw on the brick house. The, the draw is very easy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's an interesting cold draw. I don't know exactly what I'm getting. It's not sweet at all. Mm -mm. It's uh, almost woody. Woody, like a hardwood. I see, and I'm gonna go a lot on your pro or your your palate today because like you've got that really super fresh cigar palate going on here. Um, oh, it's uh, yeah, woody, almost sawdusty. Yeah. I like it. Not in a bad way, just like. Well, no, I mean, look. I if you if you stick your head at the bottom of an old handmade <laughs> toy box, yeah, like just, digging for a toy, that's the smell you'd get. Okay, okay. All right. Well, I'm lighting it up because I want to. I want to smoke this thing. Now we are in a little bit of a wind tunnel here, so just it'll a bit. be interesting to see how that contends with it. Um, thankfully, I have eight more of these at home. So if this one kind of goes to hell, I've got more of them at home that I can try and smoke. Um. Mm. 
Now, <clears throat> this episode comes out while I am <clears throat> flying back from Palm Coast, Florida. I, uh... Florida. Mm-hmm. By the time this episode comes out, I will be on my way back, and I will have had whatever fun I had down there, and, uh... We'll have uh, reports of all that next week on Tuesday and Friday. However, today um, I wanted to avoid deadlines because I didn't. I the last thing in the world I wanted to do <laughs> while I'm on vacation <laughs> is have to actually record an episode, edit an episode, upload an episode while I'm on vacation. So I'm like, screw it. I'm gonna go ahead and get this stuff done before I go, and then that way I can enjoy myself with no uh, no deadlines to concern myself with. That's a good way to do things. I agree. As somebody who lives by deadlines, I, it's, it, it seemed like a, a good way. But yes. uh, anyway, so I'm looking forward to that. However, well, I guess it doesn't really matter. I was going to make a little announcement, but it all has happened by the time this comes out. So it, oh. it's irrelevant now. So hopefully I had a fun time. Hopefully I met a lot of you. And hopefully, um, you know, you, you guys had fun with uh, Mickey and... And Michael Herklotz and, and uh, Renee from Villiger. But, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll have to have all the details of that later. So I want to see lots of pictures, too. I'll have plenty of pictures. Plenty of pictures. Um, anyway, so the thing I wanted to talk about with you, <coughs> because, uh, you know, as we've discussed on the show before, you're a football guy. And I feel like the big topic at hand from this season is Taylor Swift. She's kind of dominated the NFL this year. <coughs> you gonna <Yeah>. live? <laughs> it just. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna live? I know, I know. First cigar back after. Well, all right. Well, uh, and for, I was getting ready to talk. Yeah. And somewhat did a retro hail. Oh, don't do that. No, you probably uh, want to avoid a retro hail with this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, okay. it's a brick house that knows somebody. Ah. Uh. Yeah, all this Taylor Swift crap pisses me off as a football guy. Uh, I, I don't oh, listen ah, to Taylor. There, <laughs> there is some power on that retro hill, isn't there? Yeah. Boy, everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, first ten minutes of the show, nothing but coughing. Uh, I remember my first cigar. Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, it kind of. what does that say about the NFL, though, that, like... They're the, whores for viewers. Well, obviously, but my point is, though, that, like... Are there no storylines that are captivating enough for NFL, you know, fans that we have to, like, pretty much deviate from all that and go all Taylor all the time? It's. Yes. I mean, I saw a thing the other day that one somebody, like, they panned away from a touchdown to, to show, show her eating a nacho in the box. Yeah. It's like, what's up with that? Only thing I can think is they figure the nerds like me, yeah, will dig up the stories and read the articles on the the true football that's going on. But for the casual people or the Swifties, you know, yeah, that this is what they can do. I mean, you know, and I will admit it's obviously working. They're selling a shit ton of you know Kelsey merchandise. Yeah, to people that have probably never owned anything. And let's be real, they're all going to burn it in effigy after she dumps him. Yeah. You know? 
It's going to be one of those or things. Or he's like, seen with Katy Perry or something. something. I, oh, yeah, there was that whole, like, you know, fuck, Mary kill thing. Did you see about that? Uh-uh. No. So, like, he did an interview one time, and it was like, fuck, Mary kill. And he had to play the game, and it was it was Katy Perry, and it was Taylor Swift, and it was one other one. I don't remember. Oprah. But the other one was the one that he killed. Taylor was the one he kissed, and Katy Perry was the one he married. So it's funny that you say that because, like, he was only going to kiss Taylor. He was ready to marry Katy Perry. So, you know. It's a sad day. <laughs> I don't understand what she's doing with her albums. She sold her whole catalog to some dude, Scooter something or other, but now she's, like, remaking all of her old albums as, like, her version. And, like, as far as I'm aware, it's, like, the same stuff as before. I mean, I guess there might be subtle changes, and maybe that's what counts as, like, a separate song. Because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wouldn't she have to pay royalties to the dude that she sold this to if, like... She's putting out new albums. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand this. how that works. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. I'm sure somebody somewhere <clears throat> can educate me. But anyway, so yeah, I, I'm I'm confused about that. Now I did hear that I guess she was in trouble. We're not in trouble, but she was catching shit for the amount of like plane travel she was doing and her carbon footprint being so large and all this and whatnot. Right. And so like she was taking all these private jets. But then she shows up at the Jets game with, I guess it was the Kelsey mom. And now if you Google Taylor Swift Jets, all it brings up is football stuff. So she totally manipulated the algorithms to get rid of whatever scandal she had going on with the with the jet planes. People are smart. I think so. You know, it's like when I clean the Internet of all the things you do behind the scenes, mm. you know, it, it, there's ways around it. It takes a lot of effort. It's a full-time job. It truly is. Like I'm, the guy walking behind the elephants during the parade, you know, cleaning up shit. <laughs> I'm shocked you do it for cigars. I really am. I would have thought you'd have at least asked for some money. Well, I am but, able to know. sell some of the pictures oh. for a nice little profit on uh, okay. fans. Okay. All right. You know what? We're going to, real quick, we're going to deviate. I'm going to go ahead and do this real quick because why not? And uh, hang on. It's time for the Villiger Cigars Entertainment Report, brought to you by Villiger. Villiger Cigars, one of the leading cigar and cigarello manufacturers in the world, founded in 1888 and still family-owned and operated. Head over to VilligerCigars.com and check the store locator to find a shop near you that carries them. We guarantee that Villiger something. Cigars will be a wonderful addition to your humidor <coughs> and cigar rotation. So I have something, and you just reminded me, and I figured, fuck it, we'll do it. go ahead and do the Villager Report now. So um, I've been watching this series on Hulu that was on A&E called Secrets of Playboy. Yeah, I saw the whole thing. Okay. I just finished it last night. Wow. It's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to it. But, dude, the last episode, that 12th episode, those last two episodes, they were like kind of like after the series, like kind of... You know, sitting down with the people and doing kind of like after they do like a season of Survivor, they bring them all back and they do like a little recap show. It was kind of one of those things. Those last two episodes, last two. Oh, so the last episode, you've got um, the one girlfriend, Hef's girlfriend from like seven nineteen seventy five to nineteen eighty one. You know, I don't remember her name. Who looked rough? She did look rough, and then it, it had that Susie. 
uh, girl um, who did not look too rough, actually. Was that but the one that was like his head of no. playmates? This is just a – she just did oh, – okay. she was Miss May, Miss May? May or March 1983. Okay. I don't remember. Um, I know it was 83, but I don't remember if it was May or March. But um, she was there. And they were talking about the pictures. And somebody made some comment about like, oh, it's not like you take six pictures and that's what ends up in the the, the photo shoot. You know, it's like – take thousands. And she said – this girl said, like woman, she said, you know – yeah, I, I counted during my thing, and I added up the amount of rolls of film that we used, and it came out to around 3,000 photos that were taken that day. And she makes some little comment like, I wonder what happened to all the rest of those. And the girlfriend says, you don't know? And she's like, what? She goes, I know what happened to all of them. She goes, what? Apparently, in some point in Playboy's history... In the 90s, I guess, they were having some financial issues. They made some deal with some, like, media company, and they sold all these pictures, including the outtake photos, to, like, porn sites. Yeah. And so, like, now, like, all these extra photos, all these thousands of photos per girl, not even just, like, one person. It's, like, every single person. That, like, Playboy had had in their magazine, you know. And the, Playboy owns all of it. And they threw the it. The girls don't get a cut, a commission, no, nothing. nothing. But they sold all these photos to these porn sites. And this woman, like, learned this, like, right there on the show. And, dude, you're just looking at her face. And you felt so horrible because she just realized that, like, she go to any porn site she wants to right now and find her pictures from 1983. See and how good not, I used to look? And it's not, yeah, no, right. She still look really pretty good, actually. But, like, nonetheless, it's not just the, like, artsy ones. Right. It's the, like, walking around. In, it's the outtake ones. And that and those are the ones that the, the, they were describing it. They're like, these were graphic. Like, this is artsy. This was graphic. This was you me, know? like, rearranging myself and stuff right? like that. Right? And that sort of thing. <laughs> the ones that the real freaks yeah. get off on. And it's. And oh, she's tying her shoe. You know, I mean, they're out there. Yeah. And so, like, dude, it, but it was just that icing on the cake of just how fucked up. It was a rough Playboy was. It and really it wasn't was. just like Playmates, you know, going off and complaining about shit. Mm-mm. It was like execs and everything. And, like, there were even, like, detectives and shit. Like, on office there. people. Yeah. And, yeah, detectives and prosecutors and this and that and whatever. I mean, like, it's crazy, man. It's and really, it goes back really crazy. To one of the oldest sayings in the world: "Absolute power corrupts absolutely." Yeah. When you've got someone like Hef was in the fifties, sixties, and seventies, and into the eighties, untouchable. Yep. Not yep. only untouchable, worshipped like a god. Yeah. I mean, nobody touched him. And and that's where it was. That's that's where it was. That's what it was. And oh my, I, it just it blows my mind. But that tenth episode, the last episode of the actual series, where they basically are like Hefner was a predator, yeah, and like this is the shit that he, and they're talking about how like he had a skeleton key to the mansion, and he like went into this room where this playmate was like it was a locked room, and this playmate's in there like sleeping, and he just goes in, and sits on her bed, and just starts like 
touching on her and eventually they have sex and she's saying no and whatever else. Then he just leaves and he looks at the girlfriend. It was the same girlfriend because he made her stand in the hallway and watch. watch. And she's horrified and have said something along the lines of how, like, you know, if you're going to sleep under my roof, you're going to do things my way. I mean, dude. The early ones with his daughter. Oh, were really yeah. Up. I yeah. mean, it's like, how is she not, like, on a street corner? I, yeah, I know. I mean. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> so I don't remember exactly Another how good one brought was up, they did. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was A&E. Or if it was Vice or someone did uh, Penthouse. Mm. It was like only about a four or five parter. Yeah. That guy was a fucking head case too. Oh, I bet. Now. But see, the thing. All right. (laughs) This is going to be weird. This is going to be a weird argument. At least with Penthouse and Hustler, you kind of knew that was a little harder core. Playboy, the, the feeling of like, not betrayal, kind of betrayal. But not betrayal, because let's be real, it's all porn. But, like, with Playboy, you kind of had that thought of, like, oh, girl next door, it's it's artsy, it's got the me- the articles, we're reading it for the articles, you know, and this and that and whatever. And it just, it wasn't as fucked up. They did have cool articles. They did. Like, if you were a sports fan, they got some of the best sports interviews in the 80s and 90s. Dude. They, like, they wouldn't talk to anybody else, but, yeah, I'll do Playboy. You know? They had fucking, like... Some, like, top-notch cartoonists doing their, their little cartoons and shit. I mean, like, legit in the in the cartoonist art world. Like, legit people. If this was still the heyday of Playboy, but the cigar industry was at where it is now, mm-hmm. could you imagine some of the cigar articles oh and interviews God. you'd be seeing in there? Mm. Well, I can think of at least one... Uh, I can think of at least one manufacturer who'd be all about being in Playboy. Doing good! Thank you. Mm. Anyway, um, (laughs) we're back. Um, Yeah, I mean, but it's just, you're right. I mean, but no, we're, we're, look, video may have killed the radio star. The internet killed Playboy. Yeah, definitely. uh, Killed them all. It really did. It really did. Um, But yeah, it's. I would like to see. But after watching it, it was a sad, it was a sad documentary. It was, it was. It's it, it. I think it's interesting to watch. I think it's important to watch, but like it's it's sad. Ultimately, I would like to see how and if and to what degree the internet and most especially now things like OnlyFans and whatnot has hurt the gentlemen's club industry. Ooh, now that's a good point. That's a good point because a lot of those things. Sure, random people may go once or twice a year or yeah. every other year. The people that keep those things going are the, the really crazy, creepy people Yeah, that are now just sitting at home putting in $200 a month on OnlyFans. True. But, okay, I'll play devil's advocate with you for a moment. You could put in 200 bucks a month into OnlyFans. But it's still just images on the screen. It's not like well, actual not only fan, flesh and blood. But like in front some of these of pay sites where you can like communicate with them and tell them what to do. I get that, but it's still not the same but, as flesh and blood. In but front if of you, you lose, let's say just half of their visits a month, yeah, the really hardcore guys, yeah, that hurts. Oh no, it does. That's like taking a shop and cutting their regulars out to coming in once a month instead of like 
mm-hmm. six times a month. You mm-hmm. know, I mean that that adds up. Whereas before they had no competition. Well, and I'll tell you, just from the little bit that I know at least about some of the clubs around here, I don't know if it's like this everywhere. So it's kind of, I've been told it's very similar to like um, like a hair salon in that like. Yeah, they, they buy their time. They buy their time. It's not that like, oh, that girl's an employee of XYZ Club. She's a 1099 who's basically buying her time at the club. She's making the tips and whatever else. She's got to pay so much to the house and, and all that. But that's why when they're circling the room, when they're not on stage, they're circling the room looking for the private dances. That's how they're making money in that mm-hmm. off time and whatnot. So but Really, they dance to promote them for private dances. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what you're doing. It's but just, where, where I got that from was I indirectly know somebody who is semi-currently in the business. On an owner standpoint. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> and everything around here is consolidating by out-of-state ownership. I know at least one club around here was bought by Scores for like twelve or thirteen million dollars. Right. Most of them are being consolidated because really, it's coming down to a lot of businesses. The only way to truly make money is to own them all. Is volume. Yeah. yeah. You can't make enough. Like back in the 80s, 90s here in East St. Louis and whatnot, you had so many, and they were all independently owned and operated. And There you was know, enough to go they around. Could, yeah, there was enough to go around, whereas now, one, the safety level. I mean, yeah, you don't think about driving down there 2, 3 in the morning. Absolutely yourself. not. Hell, I don't think I don't, about I going down go there 2, the 3 in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. And let's be real, nobody wants to see the day shift. Gunshots <laughs> and eight cups. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm due next week. Do they even do the steak dinner anymore? I don't even know if they do. Not that I'd want to eat at one of those places, but, you know. Or the breakfast buffets. Yeah, there you go. I mean. Have you ever walked no. out of Pops in the morning and it's like the flashlight shining in your face? Oh, fuck, no. Dude, I've had, uh, I'm thinking of the Oz. Never mind. I was going to say, I've had a few experiences of Pops. Not a fan. Um, the Oz, I was really not a fan that's where I saw that chick getting railed by that dude in the men's room. I went in to take a pee and like they're like on the sink, you know, and I'm just like just here to urinate, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that, was a, that was a messed up night. No, it was before the old cell phone camera mm-hmm. days. It was a messed up night, but anyway, um yeah, so uh anyway, uh back to the Villager oh, Entertainment yeah. report before we, you know, forget Completely that. Completely go off the rails. I, I did I did start that segment. So like uh have you been watching anything as you've been under Ton- the weather? I mean, you've probably been watching quite a bit. Tons of horror movies. Oh yeah, I know you're Tons big into that. Tons of horror cuz they're on every station pretty much right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of them the same, you know, a lot of them I've seen a million times. Uh a lot of the classics and whatnot. Uh I did get fooled I saw something on the internet, on Facebook, okay. that looked totally legit. Okay. And it's entertainment related, so I, okay. it, it fits okay. in here. And it got me so fucking excited. I I don't know. I felt like a little kid. Oh, God. And then it was and AI then, or whatever? Well, and then I went to Riverman. This was, yeah. you know, right. This was the last time I was there. Yeah. And I was actually getting ready to tell John and some of the guys about it. Okay. And I thought, let me see what else I can find on this. Yeah. 
And it was nowhere to be found anywhere. Uh-oh. But I'm going to put it out there because maybe someone involved could make this happen, kind of like Batman versus Superman type Okay, happen. okay, okay. It was a picture of Rob Zombie. And the article read, Rob Zombie has signed on to write, produce, and direct a Star Wars canon horror film. Ooh, I could get behind that. I was like, that's fucking awesome. I could get I behind could to- that. Because there's so many ways a Star Wars canon could be made into a horror film. Where you're not trying to tie in with Disney or anything like it was going to be an R-rated. Do it kind of like a Rogue One situation where it's but like hardcore, one, like horror. a one-and-done story, yeah. and you know that kind of thing. Which really, oh, Rogue One was like one of the best Star Wars. movies. It was the best outside. Star Wars movie. I'm sorry, even with the actual like main <coughs> main canon Star Wars movies, in my opinion, I think Rogue One was the best Star Wars movie that they put out. I really do. I go. Empire. Empire was good. I go Empire, episode four, just because it's the original. And it then is. I go Rogue One. Okay. Personally. All right. I, I can and then after that, I, can I really don't care. That. I didn't really care for the prequels. Those weren't for me. I understand that. Those were made for, you know, kids that were kids in the 90s. Right. And, and whatnot. And 2000s. I get that. I actually you know? like the cartoon Clone Wars better than most of the movies. I haven't watched any of that. Like, everybody's telling me this Ahsoka show is, like, amazing, and I haven't watched it. I have it. not watched it. I've heard it's really, really good, but whatever. Um, but, no, but yeah, Ro- that threw me off. Rogue One was just amazing. That would be really cool. Now, I will say, as we're talking about different Star Wars projects, um, my 635mm, Luke from Canada, he sent me a clip that was uh, Star Wars as done by Wes Anderson. It was fucking amazing, but it was AI and it was fake, and so I'm really disappointed because I would have gone to see that. It was Owen Wilson as Vader, and what's so funny is they're like doing all the clips of all the different actors, and it gets to and it just shows Vader in this hallway, and it's like he just goes like wow, but he does it with the like Vader helmet like kind of like tone. It was amazing. I loved it so much. <laughs> I just hate Wes Anderson films. Oh, see, I like Wes Anderson. Oh, I cannot get He's into quirky it. Quirky and weird, but like, like, dude, the Fantastic Mr. Fox with George Clooney, the animated one. It, Never oh, watched. dude, it was so good. Anyway, all right. <laughs> but that's mainly all I've been watching is football and horror movies. I want to see the new Exorcist flick. I heard it just tanked at the box office, but I do want to see it. Hmm. I talked the other day about that, and uh, I thought it looked good, but it, it it's just not doing well at the box office. What's crazy is I haven't been to a movie in forever. Yeah. And I was flipping around the other day. It was last Tuesday. I wasn't feeling that bad. And, you know, down South County, they've got a lot of those, like, $5 movie Tuesdays. Oh, yeah, Ronnie's. Yeah, yeah. My smoke is blowing right at you. Is that bothering you? No. Okay. I'm like, I'm conscious of this. I just have to watch talking through it. Okay. But. Yeah, Tuesday's the best day to so go to the theater. There are so many movies out there that I have never even heard of. Oh, I know. I know. It's like no one's spending any money on advertising. No. It's like, do you even care if your movie gets seen? Obviously not, because. Okay. With all the algorithms out there, if it's a horror movie, they promote it on Facebook and shit for me. Oh, dude, totally. And let's be and real. And how am I not seeing these movies that are out in theaters? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Some of them, we are in that kind of weird period in between, like, summer blockbuster season. And the holiday. And, and the holidays. So, like, it's kind of like when you go to the theaters in, like, January and February. It's <clears> kind of <throat> like, meh, you know, whatever. But at least they used to always, it, somewhere they would advertise some yeah. of these I think it's got to be harder for them to advertise these days because think about it, to some degree. I mean, yes, you have social media and everything like that. But on the flip side, man, like, you can't just, like, put out the TV ads like you used to be able to because, let's be real, TV, yeah, it costs. But then also... Nobody's watching it. Nobody... Yeah, I would say TV is so scattered these days. <laughs> you have the streamers and then you have the people, the older folks that still have the cable and, you know, but even them, some of them are cutting it and going whatever and... You know, what apps do people have? What apps do people not have? And are they paying for ad-free versions? Are they paying for, you know, it's just. That's why I figured on platforms like Google and Facebook where you can't really get away from that stuff. Mm -hmm. Unless you go through like a hundred steps of clicking. That some of this stuff would have made it through. You'd have thought. Like, hey, you should see, check this out or check that out. You would have thought. I mean, you should see the Halloween crap I get. Michael Myers doing everything under the fucking sun. Oh, I know. I saw something the other day. It was a meme, it was a meme on Friday the 13th, and it was uh, Michael Myers sitting at a desk in his office, and Jason's poking his Mike, head Mike, over. Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah, it's like, yeah, what day is it, Mike? Mike, Mike, Mike. You know? <laughs> it was pretty good. But, um, yeah, no, I it's... I You know, and I used to have an app on my on my phone, and it was trailers, and it was an Apple app. And they've since integrated that into, I think, ah, one of these other freaking apps. So, like, I used to be able to go to that and at least see watch trailers to see what was upcoming. Now I got to go to YouTube or whatever. And, like, if I don't know it's it, it's it exists, how can I search for it on YouTube? You know? I mean, oh, I every once in a while I'll have something recommended in, in Instagram, like a suggested thing. That's how I learned about that movie, that Flamin' Hot. About the Dor- the flaming hot Cheetos, haven't watched it yet, but it's at least on my list on Hulu See, now. When I had UVerse, there was a channel on UVerse called Axis, okay, and they had a show that ran weekly, a couple times, you know, during the week they'd repeat it. It was just called Nothing But Trailers. It was an hour long, That's and it was perfect. all That's perfect. Yeah, I would a hundred percent watch that just to learn what's coming out. Right. Yeah. And some of them, you know, most, almost all of them were the big budget guys. Yeah. But still, a lot of... There's still a few that sneak in there. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I would watch that. I don't know. It's just... It's an interesting time for entertainment as a whole right now, I think. Um, and I was reading... You got the streamers that are cutting their budgets and getting Everything's going up. Yeah. It's just... <coughs> I don't know. Uh, I read an article Sunday. Well, yeah. that was yesterday. And they're talking about I never, I've kind of fallen off the Transformers franchise. Mm-hmm. It just started getting I couldn't keep up, you know. But I haven't been on that boat in a while. I will say I did. I heard good things about Bumblebee. Didn't watch it, but I've heard good things. I haven't really heard jack shit about this most recent one. Well, that's what I'm getting to. Apparently, yeah. at the end, one of the main characters you come to find out is like a recruiter for G.I. Joe, which is apparently going to tie the universes together. Really? The Hasbro Unified okay, Universe. Okay, see, I could, I could be down with that. Because the whole article is based on 
they're already talking about how they're going to try to cast the new rebooted G.I. Joe based oh. off this universe. And they're like, which characters which have not been... That's, that makes perfect sense. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Yeah. You know? I would, so I would that'd be something that. in a few years we'll probably be seeing. I would 100% watch that. I don't know. I just, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I, it, it's. And when, yeah. when are we going to get a Voltron? Good God. Oh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I the think effects we are there to do it right now. Yeah, it's. I, I, I'm just scared they're going to fuck it up so bad. I just wonder if that's a property that maybe, like, it's got its hardcore group, but like maybe hasn't transcended into the new, newer generations, you know, as much. Maybe they've had a few attempts at coming back with it with cartoon shows. I think haven't they? Not really. Okay. Now, do you? Because there's some like Thundercats that they've tried. Yeah. And they just He Man. They tried. It didn't do too and well. And I just I, I feel like that's all shit that like I think it's just stuck in the '80s and it's just not really going to transcend. So I don't know. Do you know know. how important St. Louis was to Voltron? I know that Four Hands has a Voltron beer out, like a Voltron IPA out. The old owner of Channel 11 here in St. Louis brought Voltron in to the United States. Really? Bought the U.S. rights and all that and brought them in, and then it blew up nationwide. I'll be damned. I did not know that. Yep. When That's kind of cool. You know, because Channel 11 was one of those kind of like TBS and mm-hmm. WGN back in the day. Hmm. No, I didn't realize that. That's pretty cool. Yep. So, all right then. I would have thought that I would have heard that at some point. Google it. Fucking the Google. I would have thought John at Riverman would have told me that shit. Damn it, John, you're slacking. Why didn't you tell me that? You haven't been there in a while. That's true. But I've seen John quite a bit. I mean, it's not like he's new there. I don't know. Of course, how does that randomly just come up in conversation? Yeah. Although sometimes with John, stuff just does kind of randomly come up in conversation. Nick said that. <laughs> it's the nerd culture. It happens. I'm very nerdy. I, I do it. It's it's what it is. Sometimes you're just sitting around like, so did you know that Voltron? <laughs> you know? Speaking of nerd culture. <laughs> yes. I hope this isn't too personal. Oh, I God. It would be. Oh, God. As a comic book collector as you are. Yes. And as a father, when do you start bringing your son into the world of comics? You know, that's a good question because... And what would you start him out with? Like basic kid comics? Or do you think it really matters as long as he can read and understand that it's not real? I think... And that's the key. <clears throat> and that's why, like, so far I haven't really... Right. You know, pushed because, you know... Without getting into specifics, like, you know, yeah, my kid's not not at that point. Um, but, uh, I mean, dude, they have those, I don't know if you've seen them at, like, Target or Walmart. It's these, like, kind of picture storybooks. It's, like, five-minute bedtime stories or whatever, and, and they have one for every fucking character out there. You know what I mean? I had one for him when he was really little, Marvel superheroes, and we'd be going through. And really, at that point, we're just looking at pictures, and I'd be like, who's that? Spider-Man, you know, and that you know, Hulk, you know, whatever else. And, like, that's what I was going... I just want identification, you know? And Now, his mother is a card-carrying member of the Cult of the Mouse. So he's at Disney World quite a bit. Um, 
Oh, dude, it's fucking bullshit. Oh. She's one of those people where it's like, you know, oh, did you know that the food stand next to Space Mountain, they don't carry churros on Thursdays anymore. Now they just do nothing but Dole Whip. And if you want to get the best hot dogs, you need to go to this little stand over in the back northwest corner of the park over by blah, 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 blah. And now now remember, though, they don't carry any alcohol. So you got to, I mean, it's... I saw the following f- blogs and bullshit and everything. It's I saw the funniest Mickey thing me. yesterday on funniest home videos. Yeah. I was flipping around. These kids are at Disney World, and Mickey's out there, and this little kid is just beelining it for Mickey, right? Yeah. And then you see Pluto in the background, like a water going around a rock in a river. Man, he just went Shh, Pluto, and Mickey's like, motherfucker. <laughs> How, I'm sorry. How did that go again? <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. I thought, I thought you did the voice. You're like, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> that was probably just the smoke. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I heard that. I'm like, oh, my God. That's awesome. It's, oh, oh, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Every time they do Mickey on South Park. Oh, it's the best. Yes. When no. they had the Jonas Brothers. Dude, and that's the whole thing. It's a... It's just a giant industry now, but um, anyway, um, back to your original question at hand. Since he goes to Disney World, obviously with them having purchased Marvel, he's seen a lot of characters and stuff there too. So I'm hoping some of that rubs off. In terms of when I start like, here, here's the comic. There are ones that I've gotten that are, you know, they're made for kids. They're they're they're. Like old Iron Mans and stuff, and you know oh, dude, those are pretty. I mean, look, tame. I was reading Batman when I was like six. Well, you know, and it's technically like, Batman never kills anybody. No, no. So I mean, like it is what it is. Um, I think they're a great way for getting them and hooked to read. Exactly, it's exactly it. You're giving them something. <laughs> you're giving them something to read. It doesn't matter if it's a book or if it's a comic. They're reading at that point, and. It expands their mind and gets some literacy going. But, um, yeah, it's uh, – it, I, I think it all depends on the kid I, more than anything. I think it depends on the kid. I was thinking about that for a while and would always forget when we'd be talking. You know, it's like – Yeah. When you start it, you know, and, like, obviously you don't give them, like, expensive ones right I was going to say, I'm like, not like – Yeah, I'm not going to be like, hey, buddy, here's my copy of blah, blah, blah. That's I worth, like, grape juice dad. $400, and he's just like – you know, oh my God! Fruit yeah. Loops on it. I know. know. Stains. Yeah. Um, no, I mean That's hell. I crayons, crayons. Fuck. My coffee table right now. I so I made an executive decision a little while back after my TV incident with him that uh, I was going to go to washable crayons because one day while I was in the shower, he apparently decided that his cartoons needed to be more colorful. And he decided to color my 55-inch TV screen with his crayons. And while I got the bulk of it off, if you look at the screen, it looks like there's scratches on the screen in the center. They're not scratches. They're just very heavily pressed on wax that I have to go in and, like, individually scrape off. And it's just a pain in my ass. And I, ha- I mean, I've taken bleach wipes. and I- So if anybody has any tips on how to get really caked on thick crayon wax off an LED or a TV screen, I would appreciate it. It's not glass either. It's one of those like LED or not LCD screens or whatever the hell. I'd appreciate it. But um, anyway, after that, I went to the washable crayons, which is good because he likes to color. 
Right now, if you go to my house, my coffee tabletop is very colorful. Because while he has color sheets, I found I found color sheets online. You can find color sheets for any character for download for free online. Just print them off. Yep. You know, so I've been giving him like Thomas and Paw Patrol and whatever. He's thrilled, man. But my kid, he doesn't color in the way that like you know, you would expect. He's not like in the lines and whatnot. It's mostly it's very abstract, very, very colorful. And so he colors, but he colors every square inch of the paper. There's no so white you have left. outlines on your glass. So on my on my wood coffee oh, tabletop, wood. it's just thick crayon all and over. And you can see like where the paper had Precisely. Been. It's like when you're at dinner and you've <laughs> got a messy eater and you pick up the plate and there's that ring of crumbs. It's like that, only in this case it's thick crayon. And so um, I need to uh, I need to get the bleach wipes out and take care of that. And then uh, the other day when I was setting up my tent out in my, my carport, um, he was in there collaring, being a good kid. With the black widows. And uh, what? With the black widows. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't with the black widows. I was the one with the black widows. My salt gun came in very handy at that moment, let me tell you. Um, I probably should have had something better. I looked for raid beforehand, but I didn't have any bug spray, so I was like, well, I guess the fucking salt gun's going to have to do because... I'm not going to smack him with my shoe. That's for damn sure. And so uh, I blasted that guy with the salt gun, man. I was just like, it was something out of Terminator 2. I was like, pump, fire, pump, fire, pump, fire. It was great. But um, anyway, uh, I look over, and he's got a blue crayon, and he's just doing this on my patio door, on the glass of the patio door. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so like, as I'm contending with Black Widows and trying to unfold my tent, I'm also trying to tell my kid not to color my glass patio door so there was a lot going on the other day a lot going on I think I would have had to Homer Simpson that situation <laughs> eh you know what like I said you get a Clorox wipe it comes right off but uh, so I don't complain too much because of the fact that they're washable but you know it was so annoying mm. what do you think of the cigar <laughs> I'm a little further along. You seem to be slow smoking it, and that's fine. Yeah, I, I have Is to. Is it too much? Uh, it's not too much. It's just with the talking, the wind and everything, yeah. it, my throat is getting tickly. I'm noticing. Uh, Take a drink. But I am enjoying it. Uh, Taylor did bring us out some fresh, tasty beverages. Fresh. Fresh, tasty, tasty beverages. Beverage. I figure if we say her name three times like Beetlejuice, she'll appear. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I enjoy it. Um, like I said, it's a brick house that knows somebody. Yeah. Construction on it's been really good. My burn line has actually, it, it is, look, if you look, it is. Even mine. Re- really I only had to relight it the one time because I was talking and not smoking. It's it. really tight for the amount of wind that's coming through here. And it's a pretty good amount of wind. It is a good amount of wind. I will say my draw on it's been really good. Um, it's been fairly open. I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been liking it. I think it's been, I think it's been a good cigar. Um, if it was available at most shops, I would definitely buy it again. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's not. So. Yeah, that's the only problem with it being a TAA thing like that. I mean, like, how many shops are even in the TAA? Do you know? It's not many. I'm sure you could get online and. Look. Yeah, it's like, well, this is where producer Tom would come in handy. But I guess I'll do it while we're talking. Um, but uh, are there any in the St. Louis area? 
I don't know. I know if just there are for him any... in Springfield, Missouri, is a TAA. Uh, here we go. Tobacconist Association of America. Um, I know that Diebel's in uh, Kansas City is a TAA retailer. Here we go. Find a TAA retailer. Exclusive store. <coughs> Near St. Louis. Let's see if we can Google. Search it. Okay. We're searching. Currently searching. What is that? Um, John's Pipe Shop. Really? John's Pipe Shop is the only one in St. Louis. Um, I have then, never been there. Um, you know what? I've been there. I've been to both their old location and their new location. I've only been to their new location, I think, once or twice. Um, their new location is very nice. Their old location had character, but it was very small and kind of cramped. And no you didn't real really have a lounge, no. But their new location, they do have space, and you know they're they're much now, more spread out. Now is their lounge a members only? You know that I don't know. Um, I think it's one of those things that probably, but it might be during the day when they're not as busy. You might be able to go ahead and pop in, or maybe buy a day pass or something like that. But um, but I thought they went to twenty four hour access. For their members? For their members, to where they had, like, the little key code or, you know, accessed in the back door, and you could go in at any time of night. Because where they're located, they have a lot of lawyers and judges and shit that work late, so they could go by there, keep doing their work, and have a cigar and, you know, that kind of thing. But I just never get to Clayton. Mm. That's my problem. Parking is a Clayton is a horrible place to have to try and park and get around. Yeah. And... It's just a nightmare, and so, no. Because here's the thing. In my world, going to Clayton would be great because you got John's Pipe Shop there, but then you got Potbelly Sandwiches. And Potbelly Sandwiches, with their soups and everything. Have you had Potbelly? Yeah. Oh, Potbelly's good shit right there, man. That's what I've heard. Potbelly's good stuff, but I think there's only, like, two locations in St. Louis. because they need to advertise. One of them is in Clayton. I know. Come on, Potbelly. We I need to contact Solo Stove, too. We do. This would totally be a, to- a Solo Stove day. This would be a great solo stove day. I might make a fire tonight if it's not too windy. That's my only problem is if it's windy, my fire pit is uh, dangerous. Because <laughs> it's like a lot of like combustible uh, trees and brush and whatnot. And then my house, you know. <laughs> so it's like I don't know if I want to catch anything on fire. But uh, You know, when you get back from Florida, we really need to just try to contact them with a simple email. Mm-hmm. Explain who you are, what this show is, and everything. Who you, you never know. know. They may throw a stove at you just to say, "Hey, this <laughs> will take care of me I'll for promote, like three years." I'll promote the shit out of it. I would say if they if they give me a stove, solo stove. If you're, it, I'm putting this out there right now, solo stove. If you're listening, and I know you're not, but if anybody knows anybody at solo stove, send this on to them. I will give you like three to four years of free advertising. <laughs> For a solo stove, for like one of the, the the bigger ones, the the not the little dinky, you know, tabletop one, but give me one that like you know one of the decent sized ones. I don't need all the uh, accessories and shit. Hell, I already bought your damn skewers to to roast marshmallows and weenies with and everything. I paid seventy five bucks for four freaking sticks, man. 
but they're nice. They're like stainless steel, and they separate in the middle, so you can like, it, they're like super long. You separate them in the middle, and then you only have to put the uh, one in with the sticks and the dishwasher to mm -hmm. wash them off in it. Super nice. Anyway, what, but what's hot with solo stove segment? I like it. I like it. See, we could do this. We could totally do this. The other thing, huh. Luke was saying that. Oh, you did say your name three times, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Still yeah. doing great. Um. Uh, the other thing, uh, I Luke and I were talking about, we need to get Eskimo uh, tents to do a uh, limited edition cigar version, and it'd be kind of like you know you know those cars. Um, I'm trying to remember, they had the LL Bean car and like a couple of other. They have the Signature series, you know, or they they have the Shelby Eddie know, Bauer. Yeah, that's uh, it, Eddie Bauer. That was Ford the one. That's, Eddie Bauer that's it. That's the one I was trying to think of. Eddie Bauer. They had the little signature on it. We could have the little Nick Miller signature series tents, you know. I had it. And, a, like, you know, we'll just do that. It'd I had an expedition Eddie Bauer. There you go. See? You give me a tent with my signature on the side. I'd be okay with that. But, yeah. So, and I will say, this is the fourth year I've gotten out of that tent. Well, I'm starting the fourth year. Let's put it that way. Starting, I don't think this tent will last me this year. I don't know how many more years it's gonna go. It should last at least this year for sure. Um, the nice thing is I've been keeping it under the carport. The last couple of years, I set it up under the carport, so it doesn't really get like damage. You know, right. that first year got a lot of sun sun damage. Yeah, I was gonna say so kind of uh, sun bleached. When I had the hunting. Uh, canopy pop-up mm -hmm. lines uh we'd always spray it with the weatherproofing mm -hmm. and a lot there's a couple times we'd leave them out all year and yeah. they did surprisingly well out in the middle of the woods you know that that weatherproofing does help against the sun and the moisture i will say um <clears throat> if you're putting it out and you don't have anything over the top of it you, if it snows you got to knock the snow off because it will collapse in with the snow yeah. um Pinky had that happen, I know, with her tent um, one time, and that's a nightmare because you got to then knock all that snow off. Then you got to somehow get inside the tent to then push, push it, it back up. up, and that's just a pain in the ass. So, um, anyway, did we ever finish the Villiger Entertainment thing? We've been kind of all over the place. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Have I you, didn't have anything more. You were saying football and horror movies. Um, I finished that Playboy deal. I really haven't had much more. Oh, oh, I did. Uh, I've been finishing up a podcast today. Um, I took a long break from it. I had listened to, I think, like seven episodes, <laughs> and I've taken a long break from it. And I'm on, I'm on not the last episode, but the second to last episode. It's called Think Twice, Michael Jackson. And it's all about um, Michael Jackson's legacy and history and all this kind of shit and whatever. And... Uh, we're at the point now that he's in the trial in <laughs> 2005 uh, for the for the little boys, you know, and everything like that. And just fucking weird, man. Like, and I'll admit, I don't remember that. Like, I was evidently not checked in and paying attention to any of that, you know, during that time period. And let's be real, that was recent enough that, you know, I was older and I should have, I should remember it, but. I, I just, I'm not. I don't remember any of this going on. I think it was just kind of one of those things I just kind of assumed, oh, yeah, Michael Jackson's in The Little Boys. Just kind of, it that sunk in. I didn't necessarily, like, 
you know, right. pay attention to the trial or anything like that. I didn't but, either. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. What? Okay. Yeah, I have nothing else for the entertainment part. Okay. Well, I forgot the super fight cards. So, we don't have a super fight today either. But that's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. So, one more thing for Villager Entertainment. There is a series that may finally get me to pick up Apple TV, at least for just a period of time. I want to. I do want to see Ted Lasso, so I'll probably binge through that when I pick this up. But did you know that they're making a series that's like in the Godzilla universe, but it's on Apple TV? So it takes place after Godzilla versus Kong. Okay. So it's these new Godzilla movies. So there was what Godzilla, then there was King Kong, then there was another Godzilla, then there was Godzilla versus Kong. This TV show takes place after Godzilla vs. Kong. Dude, they put out the trailer for it. It's got Kurt Russell in it, and it's got Kurt Russell's son who's playing him in the past. Because he looks identical to him. So what they're doing is they're doing <clears throat> it in two time periods, and so like Kurt, they're, they're, he and his son are playing the same character but in two different time periods. And they've got, like, Godzilla and, like, all these other shit and, like, monsters and shit in the show. It looks awesome. Hmm. It looks really, really good. So I had if, completely missed that. So if you're into the Godzilla flicks at all, you know, that's coming. And that looks pretty cool. I can't remember. Monarch? Yeah, Monarch's the agency. That might be the name. I don't remember. But it looks really, really neat. Um, I still have not seen Godzilla vs. Kong. It was pretty good. Um, it came out kind of COVID time. So, like, it kind of snuck out there. And I never – I didn't end a – I meant to, but I never watched it on HBO. And um, at this point, what I probably would do is just make a day of it and just marathon through the four movies. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, who doesn't want to watch giant lizards and giant monkeys and everything just beating the hell out of each other? I'm okay with that. Yeah. The only thing you're missing is, like, cave women and loincloths. You know? Then you've got the trifecta. Giant monkeys, giant lizards, and cave women and loincloths. I mean... That's a movie right there. That's a movie. I'm saying. I'm saying. Anyway. Um, I don't know. What else we got? <laughs> uh, I, 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 like I said, I forgot the Superbike cards. Oh, and we've have, done the have you uh, put together your Lego factory yet? I have not. I have not. I've, I've been woefully. Uh, dude, This it's been super busy. So, like, September was busy. And I thought September was busy. And I'm like, oh, October will be better. October has been way worse. Way, way, way worse. Like, I'm trying to think. I think I looked at my calendar, and I think the next <coughs> day that right now has absolutely nothing on it is, like, Monday the 20... No. Hang on. I can look. I can tell you. It's, uh... Fuck. I was going to say Monday the 30th, but then literally earlier today I found out of an event happening in O'Fallon that uh, if none of my reporters can cover, I'm going to have to go cover it. <laughs> and so I very well may have something going that day. So I'm, I'm booked at this point until November, potentially. I may have off that Monday the 30th. I don't know. So, you know, I'm busy. It's It's been nuts. So, no, I haven't had time to do the Lego set yet. Um, I, uh, 
I don't know. It's it's. I I don't like it. I like a busy life, you know. But busy doing things you enjoy is one thing, but busy hectic with work or something is different. Well, I can't complain at all about being busy this week. Because let's be real, you know, we're recording. I mean, again, it's no secret I'm recording this in advance so that I can put this out while I'm gone. So I mean, you know, it's Monday. We're recording for Friday, and I'm going to be in Florida all week. So, I mean, it's not like I'm complaining about going down to Florida this week or anything like that. But it's something. It's it's something that's taking me away from my normal. I can't just chill at home. I can't burn through some of the items on my personal to-do list that I need to do. Right. Um, You know, it's just one of those things. Yeah. And I can't really do much of a what have I smoked this week. I thought about that. I thought about, like, doing the <coughs> three cigars. Man, now that smoke just blew right in my face as I was talking. Three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. But, <coughs> fuck, you haven't, this is the first one you've had in, like, what, two, two weeks, weeks or yeah. some shit. So it's like, well, okay, that segment's out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and in all fairness, since I've been, like, rapid fire recording these things, I don't even have three cigars I smoked and enjoyed because I had my son over the weekend I recorded with Luke last night for Tuesday, and then now today I'm recording with you for Friday. Now, I'll, I guess, here, I'll, I think I can do this. Hang on. Guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> so it's time for three cigars that I smoked and enjoyed this week, and I did uh, a number of them last night. So last night uh, on the show, I had the Perdomo Habano Sungrown Churchill, one of my standbys, you know. Um, but then after the show... Luke and I were talking about the secrets of Playboy, so I figured, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and finish this thing, right? So I settled in, and I had myself a Fuerte y Libre! Got to say it hard and fast like that. It's, it's how, how they like it, you know. Fuerte y Libre! Uh, Sun Country, which, if, I mean, guys, if you are ever in a humidor and you see the Fuerte y Libre Sun Country, it's the yellow one, yellow band, it's their Connecticut. Holy shit, you got to get one. It's an amazing Connecticut, and there's so much flavor in it. There, it's, it's a lot of strength. Like, you wouldn't think. For a Connecticut, there's, like, so much to it. And I smoked it on the show with Greg uh, from from Fuerte Libre, and it's just it's such a good cigar. I'll have to bring one for you. I don't think I have. I bought some when I was in Indiana, and uh, nope, I don't have one. I'll bring one for you at some point. I have two of them at home. And uh, I'll get you one. But uh, super good. Super, super good. So I smoked that. But I still had another episode and a half of Secrets of Playboy left to go. And I'm like, I need a little bit more cigar to get me through so that I can finish. And so I smoked a uh, JFR Corojo. Um, And, you know... For the price point, those JFRs, I mean, Aganorsa made and everything, super, super good cigars. Yeah. The only thing, the only complaint I have whatsoever about them is it's got a closed foot. And cigars with closed, when they got the closed foot like that, I always worry about it because I always have problems where I feel like it's going to blow off and catch my shirt on fire. Yeah. It did not, but I was afraid of it. So, anyway. I haven't had a JFR in a long time. I hadn't either. 
A lot of places don't carry them. No, and they should because, I mean, they're literally just for retailers. But um, I uh, I saw them when I was at uh, Smoker's Choice in Brownsburg, which is where I found the uh, Fuerte Libre Sun Countries on my way back from Indianapolis the other week. And uh, I saw them, and I was like, holy shit, I haven't had one of those in a while. I want that. And I'm glad I did because it smoked wonderfully. Um I still kick myself for missing the event with uh, Terrence Riley at uh, Riverman. I think that was back in November, maybe, of last year. He did that whole tasting thing with the little Fumas. Yeah. And uh, I still kick myself for missing that. I had something going. I don't remember what I had going. I may have had my son. But... Um, I did not make that one either. I, I didn't make it. it was, I heard it was really cool, though. Because he does that whole bit with the different, yeah, you know, types of tobacco, and you smoke each one, and then you smoke them together to get the flavor mix. And everything. I just think that sounds really fun. Yeah. But anyway, well, so that's that. So why don't we do this now? This would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly cigars, but I've hired that out this week. So take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. Thanks. I had a drink of my tasty beverage there in the middle of that. That was nice. You know, nice, cool, tasty beverage from courtesy of Taylor. Um, so. Taylor. <laughs> That's two. Um, Taylor. And there's three. So, uh, in terms of <clears throat> socials, I'm available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit. I'm also on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Prisoners Group. You guys can get in on the fun there by requesting access to that. And then Twitter and X don't really do much of anything on there, but I have it. So, you know, if we end up having to go there. I've staked my flag in the ground. Um, YouTube, where you can watch this. Um, and then uh, ask the boys. Ask the boys. So, guys, as I said uh, in Tuesday's show, so I am giving away cigars and coffee for the best call of the month. Sure. Um, no, I will. I will. I promise. I mean, you know, you may have to come to Pulpit Fest to fucking, <laughs> to fucking get it. Next year. Like Noah, but, you know, whatever. Um, but anyway, this episode drops on the 20th. You have until, um, let's say, I don't remember if I said noon or end of day, whatever I said on Tuesday. Noon or end of day. Let's, let's just say end of day on Thursday, October the 26th to get your calls in. And uh, then from there, we'll go from there. But uh, the number, area code 863-874. 0 Get your calls, questions, whatever in, and uh, we will determine the best call. Who wins a nice prize pack of some cigars and coffee? What day and, of the week uh, is Halloween on this year? It is on a Tuesday. Well, that sucks. Why? You know, there's been a lot of talk about them making Halloween officially like the last Saturday of the month to celebrate for kids. Oh, yeah. Keep them off the streets and shit. Mm-hmm. Make it not a school night. Oh, where we go? Now, see, I grew up at a Catholic school, so we always had the day after Halloween off, ah. which was awesome because it's a holy day of obligation. I, I, I had that in high school. I went that to a Catholic rock. high school. It was great because all my friends that went to the public school, they were like, 
what are you doing off? I'm like, All Saints Day, baby. <laughs> you know? You know, Mickey Peg should make that like a holiday, like a cigar holiday. You know, truly embrace it. I think that's when they launched the company and everything like that. But that he really should like really embrace, like go all in and make it that like a That should be like the deal. release date for all his new shit. I like that idea. November 1st. November all 1st. Saints all Saints Day. Because like you've got idea. no competition from anybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do like that idea. Um, anyway, so yeah. Well, Mike, you have anything for the cause? No, I just want to thank everyone for watching and listening. For sure. Uh, final thoughts on the cigar? I like it. It actually did very good outside. Mine just went out, but that's because I haven't really been smoking on it. Yeah. Uh, it's a good outdoor stick. Yes, it does. You're right. It's got enough flavor and body to it that you still get something from it, even though you're outside. Right. And it burned well. I mean, you can see the burn line is really good. Mm-hmm. I just haven't. Oh, Lord. It wasn't Taylor. No, but still. <laughs> but anyway. Anywho. Um, I forget where, where am I? Who am I? Who am I? What? What? If um, you people could see the backside of the camera, <laughs> everything would make sense. Oh my! Top um, shooters, Columbia, Illinois. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, it's a good one. outdoor stick. Yeah, yeah. The wind. It, you're right. With even with the wind, the burn line's been really, really good. Um, draw and it's been really good. I've enjoyed it. And draw you know, has been great. We've gotten and dude, we've gotten some time out of it. You know, yeah. we're a little over an hour right now. I mean, so you know, we've probably been smoking this thing for an hour. Now, granted, you've been slow smoking and kind of whatever, but I get it. You know, I'm easing back in. You're, you're still getting your sea legs underneath. Yeah. yeah, I understand. But still, nonetheless, it's worked out really well. Yeah. So definitely, if you see one out at a TAA shop, give it a buy. Yeah, you should. You should. <clears throat> Well, guys, uh, next week it will be all Palm Coast, Florida recap all the week. Um, so next week I will have my interviews with, uh, oh, Lord, everybody that I saw. Um, I mean, it's like everybody's coming through Palm Coast next week. So um, we'll have all kinds of fun from that. So stay tuned for that. Otherwise, Mike, I really do appreciate you taking time out. Thanks for having me. Guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Mike. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. I'm going to get myself an alcoholic beverage. Uh Uh-oh. Later, guys.